Welcome back to episode 68 of the FPL Draft Hub podcast. In this episode, we're looking ahead to game week 27. Welcome back to the FBL Draft Hub podcast, the podcast dedicated to the official FBL Draft game. My name is Mitch and I'm your host for another roundup of waiver options, hidden gems and ones to target ahead of game week 27. Game week 26 did not disappoint and there were some big FBL hauls around the draft universe as lots of the big double game weekers proved their worth. From a footballing perspective personally... Um, Spurs continue to frustrate. They um, completed a season double over Manchester City in stunning fashion and then fell over away to Burnley. There were wins elsewhere for Arsenal, Watford, uh, two wins for Burnley, Chelsea, a couple of wins for Liverpool, Southampton, United and Wolves, which means the battles at the top and bottom of the Premier League are still anyone's game. And at the time of recording this, Arsenal and Wolves are yet to finish off the game week with their rearranged game. Of course, while you're listening to this, there's a very good chance that that game hasn't been played yet. And so the conclusion of game week 26 hasn't been reached. But there is no rest before game week 27 as we have Premier League action followed straight by the waiver window in the early hours of the morning. So it's a nice waiver deadline for those living in more exotic parts of the world. But for us in the UK, the waivers will process at 30 minutes past midnight, which isn't very sociable on a school night. Some of the players I'll be discussing in this episode include James Ward-Prowse, Ivan Tony, and Armando Brozier. So let's get into it. So let's have a look at the fixtures. The name of the game this week is Fielding 11 Players. Probably not the week to be too precious about having options on the bench unless you've managed to construct a team that avoids Liverpool, Chelsea or Arsenal players. And if that's the case, you'll probably be on the help of this humble podcast. Now, as well as this being a big blank game week, it's also another double for Burnley as they're still playing catch up from all the postponements. They line up away to Crystal Palace and then at home to Leicester. Prior to this week, I would have been relatively cold on this double, at least when comparing it to some of the other matchups this week. But after their display against Brighton at the weekend and then against Spurs in midweek, I have some renewed optimism that Burnley could make a go at staying up. Elsewhere, Southampton have a very favourable home tie against Norwich. Uh, Man United host Watford and then Spurs go away to Leeds, which looks set to be a relatively lively encounter. There are some tight games as well and being able to call those will separate the week from the chaff as FPL points will be very well earned this week. Brentford, Newcastle, Brighton Villa, West Ham Wolves and both of Burnley's fixtures have clean sheet potential lurking in the waiver pile if you can find it. So, as I mentioned, the Burnley defence is something I'm going to be hot on this week. There was already a lot of love for the Burnley defenders on last week's waivers, according to our data at fbldrafthub.com, with Tarkovsky, me, Peterson, Roberts, all on the up ahead of their double from last week. The familiar centre-back pairing has ownership around the 50% mark in most leagues, while the less familiar full-backs are very much hidden gem territory. Connor Roberts is definitely the one to mark here, as Dyche has dropped long-term servant Loughton in favour of the Welshman, and those that have moved early on him were rewarded with his first assist of the season in that 3-0 win over Brighton. Speaking of which, I think the Brighton defence is not a bad one to go for this week. Obviously not the best showing against Burnley, but a home game against Villa this week, then away to Newcastle, followed by a double, um, has the potential to uh, to uh, make them useful in your team for a few weeks. Dunk is back this week following his suspension uh, and could be a good one to carry a goal threat even in those tougher fixtures for the double, which sees them have two home games against Liverpool and Spurs. 
Completing the list um, of uh, teams beginning with B is the Brentford defence. And ownership for the Brentford defenders has fallen off a cliff over the past month or so with some tough fixtures. And if you ignore the fact other teams have doubles in the next few weeks, they have as good a set of upcoming fixtures as you could ask for, albeit as singles, with Newcastle, Norwich and Burnley in the next three. The flip side is that these relegation-threatened teams will be eyeing up a game against Brentford themselves, who are in poor form as a means to pick up some much-needed points for their own gains. But I still think the likes of Jansen, Pinnock, Henry and Aja should all be free on the waivers this week and could do a decent job for you. Elsewhere, Tino Livramento got his first full 90 minutes back for Southampton after his his injury and he got an assist and a clean sheet for a nice 12-pointer. And Southampton now have some real competition in the fullback areas, but I think Livermento deserves a starting spot based on what he's already done this season. And uh, I think now's a good time to get on the Southampton bandwagon before it's too late. Next, I'm going to mention Dan James for Leeds. Now, while Leeds can't buy a clean sheet these days, they are still dangerous up top. And with Bamford's continued absence, Dan James looks set to carry on playing up top. They're home to Spurs this weekend, which is hardly the worst game for him on paper. And then there's a nice double in game week 28 against Leicester and Villa, followed by Norwich at home, which makes for a nice little run to keep hold of him for a few weeks. On to the hidden gems. Now, Neves was a good tip on last week's hidden gem section, but a note to uh, be wary of is that he's now currently on nine yellow cards, meaning that if he picks up another one against West Ham, he would be suspended for both games in Wolves' nice double game week 28. This obviously... um, is a direct issue if you're planning on holding Neves until then, but could also see Wolves without their midfield linchpin for those games, making the rest of their players ever so slightly less attractive. A couple of other um, hidden gems to note, um, starting with Willock for Newcastle. Five matches in the next three game weeks for Newcastle means their starters are going to be reasonably attractive and there will be plenty out there. Willock has a goal and assist in his last two games and I don't think Newcastle can afford to bench somebody in that kind of form. As I alluded to uh, a second ago with Livermento, Southampton are another team who will prove to be very popular over the next few weeks with four very nice fixtures in the next three game weeks. And uh, one of the hidden gem players I wanted to note here is Elianusi, who has been really impressive over the last few weeks. I was really um, impressed with him in their win against Spurs and he then got the assist in their 1-1 draw with United. He's another one that's been less than an eld on starter so far, but has played himself into good enough form to be one of the first names on the team sheet moving forward. My most hidden gem pick this week is uh, Brownhill for Burnley. Obviously got that double game week this week. He's got a goal and assist in the last double for a total of 16 points. Not many better picks likely lurking around the waiver piles in a 16-team league. And with his relative certainty to play, the worst case scenario is that he gets three or four points. Now, as we start to reach the home stretch of the season, the uh, trade activity, I'm sure, will be starting to hot up in your leagues as time is running out and some bold calls need to be made in order to get your team in a state that makes you think you can make a run at the title. So I've got four or five targets here that I would be very interested in, um, starting with James Ward-Prowse, arguably, I think, one of the top assets to own through the next five game weeks. Um, as Southampton have a really cracking run of fixtures, which is essentially a whistle-stop tour of the relegation-threatened teams. Uh, Ward-Prowse is already in good form against tougher opposition, so who knows what hauls he can get when afforded the time and space 
that comes with facing weaker opposition. Staying in midfield, and uh, I'm going to mention Coutinho, who I last mentioned when he joined in January. They have Brighton this week, followed by a double of Southampton and Leeds in 28. Uh, He will be hot property over the next couple of game weeks. Um, That could make him pricey, but worth exploring how much it would take to prize him away from his current owner. Into attack and um, FPL forwards are hardly where lots of people are moving their stocks and shares these days. But there are a few names here I think are worth targeting, starting with Ivan Tony for Brentford. Up until his injury after game week 23, Tony was statistically one of the most informed attackers in the league and had good expected underlying stats to back it up. Brentford don't double over the next few weeks, but that coupled with the fact we haven't seen him for a few games uh, could cause his current owners to let him go for a good deal. And back to Southampton again, um, I'm highlighting both Armando Brogia and Che Adams. Um, the rationale is similar to that of Ward-Prowse and both are in very good form coming into their nice fixture run. Broger is the shiny new toy everyone is excited by, but it's actually Che Adams who has the golden touch at the moment. And although my opinions change slower than Maguire on the half turn, I may finally be conceding that Che Adams is OK at football. So that's it for this episode. As I said, by the time you're listening to this, it could well have even gone past the waiver deadline, um, which is in just a few hours time after the conclusion of the Arsenal Wolves game. I'm sure there will be lots of teams out there requiring a bit of work to make sure you can field an 11. But this week, if you can only field 10, that might not be the end of the world, providing that you're in a decent spot for the upcoming game weeks where there are plenty of doubles to be had. As always, if you want to reach out and chat or want any specific advice, um, the best way to contact me is on Twitter and follow me at FBL Draft Hub Pod. And I'm usually reasonably quick to get back to you with any questions. Be sure to head over to fbldrafthub.com, which is where I get most of the stats used for these podcasts and where you can get them all to completely free just by signing up. And as well as getting the stats I use, which are part of the global dashboard, you'll also have access to your own personal dashboard, which gives you personalised stats for your team and league, which you won't be able to find anywhere else. Definitely worth um, signing up soon as well so that you can stay in touch with all of our latest comings and goings with regards to the website, as we're going to be making a lot of changes over the next few months ahead of next season, and you won't want to miss out on those. So as always, best of luck ahead of the weekend, and as always, stay shook. Sure.